Hey everybody, welcome out to another fun-filled episode of Burnt Popcorn. I'm your co-host, Mike Laidman, and I'm joined with none other than... Laura Laidman. Each and every few weeks, we take a movie from our <laughs> past, and we take a look back and see if it's just nostalgia keeping a high praise of classic films afloat, if it really is the real deal and worthy of all the adulation, hun, I'm a fool. Oh no. I I, I ate too many flaming Hot chips, <laughs> and my mouth is on fire. This from the man who gets heartburn. Uh-huh. From like flour. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a real dumb, dumb decision. <laughs> Why in the world would you eat anything classified as flaming hot? When I saw you brought those home, I was like, you're an idiot. Because it was flaming hot of something I like. <laughs> it was the flaming hot Cool Ranch Doritos. And mistakes have been made. And I've chugged an entire glass of water in like the last minute, and no sympathy. Oh, I know. Oh, I don't expect it. I don't expect it. I, my bed has been made, and it's flaming hot. <laughs> no sympathy. Uh, like I enjoy some medium spicy things. I can't do spicy spicy because I I am still a wuss, but I do like medium. But like. You, every once in a blue moon, get this craving for something hot that your body cannot handle. No, no. It's going to be a bad night. <laughs> After a bad night last night. A self-inflicted bad night. Yeah. No sympathy. No sympathy. Don't wake me up. But what if I have to go-go? Don't wake me up. <laughs> Shall we get into... You want to just jump right into it, eh? Well, I mean, you've been talking about flaming hot, cool ranch. That makes no sense. Flaming hot, cool ranch? It's a Cool Ranch Dorito flavor with whatever the flaming hot powder is. But ranch well. is the opposite of hot. It's cool. It doesn't make any sense. My mouth currently doesn't make any sense. It's a lot of hot. Oh, again, no sympathy. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, well, apparently no sympathy means we're going to jump right into this mess. <laughs> Not this week. It, it is a movie that I I definitely need a glass of wine to talk about. I mean, I, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. This week we'll be talking about Queen of the Damned, which originally hit theaters back in 2002. From an endless night, he will rise to seduce I am the vampire Lestat. I've hidden in the shadows for centuries. It's time to share myself with the world. Let me show you what it means to live in the light. In his lust for mortal power. He will awaken an immortal evil. She's Patasha, the queen of the damned. That will turn the undead. She chose me. Against each other. She has no respect for anything except for the taste of blood. Human and immortal alike. In a war to possess our souls. What have you done, Lestat? End. Come out, come out, wherever you are. 
this was my choice. Like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> February 8th, the 19th Winter Olympic Games open in Salt Lake City, Utah. XIX is 19, right? I think so. There was a point when I used to care about the Rocky Olympics. 2 versus Rocky V <laughs> plus Rocky 7. Adrian's, Adrian's Revenge. Revenge. Yes. But yeah, February 9th, Margaret Rose, Countess of Snowden and sister of Queen Elizabeth II, so Princess Margaret, hmm. dies of a stroke at age 71. No. Can't believe it's been that long. It has been, apparently. No. 20 years. I know. February 21st, Canadian World Champion Women's Ice Hockey Team wins first of four consecutive Winter Olympic gold medals with a 3-2 win over the United States in Salt Lake City. Fancy fun. Not a lot of stuff happened in February of 2002. That Considering that's your, your second Olympic poll. I know. And then February 20th, this is, this is the last thing. Why, why didn't you put the two Olympic things together? Why did because you put the, a space the between? The dates were so far apart. I see. So I, I had to make it at two I points because I okay. do four and literally the most exciting thing after these three that, that happened is Leanne Rimes marries one of her backup dancers, Dean Sheremet in Dallas. She's 19 and he's 21. Ooh, so young. Mm, could be worse age difference wise, but still not great. Well, like, it's not even like 19, 21, so, but like she's just only 19. Just young, yeah. Like, Girl, you're famous now. Got your whole life out of you. Stop it. She, I'm pretty sure, has made some really bad relationship decisions. If Probably. I remember correctly, I don't. I don't. I try not to. I know. Not that I don't try. I try to pay, not pay attention. I just don't really know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure what's like, going on with the world. I think she's part of like someone she's with has is like was with someone who might be one of the Real Housewives or something or something. I don't know. It just seems like a mess and like. I don't get it. I don't get it. Mm. So, oh, maybe I'm wrong. She's been married for like 12 years right now. So to someone else. So anyway, shall we talk about box office? The box office. Let's do it. So going into the first part of the year, because this is our first 2002 movie. Yes. Going into the first part of the year, I wanted to do a 2002 movie. You know, it started off the year, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like, oh. yeah, yeah. Then you followed that for three weeks, Black Hawk Down, which I have seen. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I didn't really feel like watching. So I was like, I don't want to watch something like that. That's so fun. <laughs> then I picked this instead. Great job. Yeah. Uh, then there was an Arnie movie, Collateral Damage. That was the one that got pushed back because of 9-11. Probably. Yeah, even though I've seen it and in like... The the difference, it, it's it has about as much to do with nine eleven as Idle Hands got, got pushed back because of Columbine, and that movie has nothing to do with school shootings. Yeah, it's the, just it's a horror movie set in high school. Yeah, this it, is also a it's a movie that has terrorists in it. That's it. Yeah, that was beaten by John Q at twenty million, which I've also seen and didn't feel like watching something that was going to make me cry. Which one is John Q? John Q is the one where Denzel's son is dying of a heart thing and they need a heart transplant, but his insurance is like, mm, nah. Oh. And so he holds a hospital hostage. Like oh, it's like, that one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You had to get to the hostage part for me to remember yeah. that part. Yeah. I, we actually, we convinced our teacher to watch that movie in social studies. <laughs> How? 
don't know. He was a great guy, but we watched a lot of movies. And I remember the teacher oh, fairly crying too, but the whole class was crying because holy friggin' shit, that movie. Didn't feel like watching that. But that brought us to a movie I remember loving mm-hmm. when I was in high school. I would have been 17. Barely 17. 17. True love was meant for beauty queens. Queen of the Damned with 14.7 million. It was quickly left number one for We Were Soldiers at 20 million. The biggest movies of the year were Spider Man, which I'm sure we're going to be doing. As to. soon as we can do Spider Man, we're going to do Spider Man. Yeah, 100%. At 403.7. Two Towers at 339.8 million. And Star Wars Attack of the Clones ugh, at 302.2 million. Queen of the Dam came in 85th overall at $30.3 million on a budget of $35 million. It's so, still number one. It was number one. <laughs> so uh, to, to start this off a different way than we do normally, uh-huh. normally you would go into your memories first. Yeah. I'm going to do mine first. Because you haven't seen it before? Because I have never seen this movie. That's fair. So I don't have any memories of this movie. That's so fair. you can go on now. Okay. So, I've possibly danced around the subject in the past that when I was 17, eh, 15 through 18, we'll say, I was very much a wannabe goth in that, like, I had, like, a single spike bracelet and I had a pleather jacket. I seem to remember seeing photos of you wearing a sheer camouflage shirt over a black tank top. I feel like that's something I've seen before. Sheer camouflage? It looked like it was camouflage. No, 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 it was like leopard print. That mm, lacy, I would say lacy. Anyway, but there's... (sighs) You look like Rogue in X-Men Evolution. No. I swear I've seen seen something. It's some animal print something. Sheer, I don't know. Anyway. Leanne Rimes is somehow connected (laughs) to a Real Housewives thing because she's married... To somebody who is divorced from someone from Real Housewives. I knew it. Okay. Anyway, I had also gotten my driver's license at this point. So my two gothy friends and I, we all, again, were wannabe goths. Mm-hmm. We listened to Marilyn Manson and Corn. So this is all very exciting for us. What about Jonathan, Rob Zombie? Not a ton of Rob Zombie because he's more like hardcore rather than like gothy does that make sense yeah yeah he's, he's, me- he's metal not- yeah you're you're looking for more like we uh, wanted to be vampires yeah yeah well i guess with this if thing- we'd had a hot topic in the area oh my god my parents would have been horrified at how much money i was bankrupt spending. yeah 100 percent. yeah no so i had my license and because uh, my birthday's in february i had my license before anybody else and for any americans listening i'm not sure i can't remember here in Ontario, you have to get your G license, G1, which we do a graded license. You get your G1 when you're 16. And then you have that for a year, but you can get that bumped down a little bit if you do a driver's ed class, which I did. So I had my license for a couple months when this movie came out. So I drove my friends to this movie mm-hmm. at the Ancaster's Silver City. Yep. As one does. Because it was like brand spanking new there, too. That theater was like brand new at the time. Yeah. And we went and uh, saw this like opening weekend. We were so pumped. We were like vampires, 
gothy. Jonathan Davis is doing the singing because we love corn. Yeah. Like I was all in and we, I remember we loved it. Like we, we are this movie's target audience at the time. Uh-huh. 17 year old goth girls. There were not enough of us to make this movie a success. <laughs> it, it, it got number one, apparently. Yeah, but, but it did not make its money back. Oh, well, there you go. Unfortunately. It, unfortunately. <laughs> I had to rent it, so it made an extra $4. <laughs> Look at that. I paid for this movie twice, technically. That's true. That's true, because we didn't uh, own it, so you had to rent it. I'm pretty it. sure I also rented it from the video store when we were younger, too. But, I but, remember, you, but you would have been no, no. This might not have been when you were working there, so you might not have got it for free. No, I started working there when I was. No, I, I actually was working there when I was. No, it would have been the next year. I started working there when I was eighteen, so probably did grab it a few times from work when I worked there. Actually, so yeah, no, I loved it. I loved it. I remember thinking there was parts of it that were a little silly, but like, I would, I would imagine. This movie to me was like Twilight was to a not obsessive Twilight fan when that came out. Like a fan, but not obsessive like Edward mm-hmm. fan. You know what I mean? Right, right. I loved it. Okay. I was 17. Shall Please we, don't judge shall, me. Shall we get into the movie? Oh boy. Okay, I would like to start off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to preface this with outside of interview with a vampire which was we, also my choice which was what also was your choice? Movie? we got to pick a vampire movies interview with the vampire I, I if you remember from my memories of that movie i had seen it mm-hmm. i i did not remember it outside of very few and far between little memories of it but we saw it not too long ago Outside of that, I know nothing of the Anne Rice Lestat vampire stories. I knew that this movie was involved in it. I knew that Aaliyah was in it. I knew that she died shortly after filming. And that's it. 100%. I didn't look this movie up in the slightest before we watched it. And within the first like two minutes of the movie... I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Was it when they zoomed in on the guy's nipple piercing that did it for you? Because <laughs> they just zoomed right in for so some reason. If you, if, if, they were like, look, we're goths. Of all the things. We're alternative. Of all the things that I was expecting <laughs> from the Lestat vampire continuation story. Awoken from sleep to lead the world's biggest rock band was not that what happens. I was. That happens. I know. Is I, I looked up that that is in the books, but it's when like I the was the only thing that's accurate. When I saw that, I was like, is this, is this actually real? Like, cause I knew that I knew that she didn't like this movie. Like, Anne she Rice. disavowed this yeah. movie. So I'm like, did they make that up? This movie <laughs> Did they make up? That when he's sitting on across like the crypt and he's just like lip syncing Jonathan Davis, not even like singing words. I was just like, oh, my God, I thought this was so hot when, when I was. No, the, the moment that this movie jumped the, the shark for me. <laughs> that zoom in on the nipple. I no, it wasn't even the zoom in on the nipple. It was when the band is playing music. 
and they look over and Lestat is l- sitting like sexy on on the lounging on the speakers with his shirt open. Yeah. And he's just like, ah, but he's singing, but he's singing, <laughs> he's and- singing. And I'm like, what the fuck? I looked over at you and you this? were aghast, aghast. I, I mean, I was based on interview with the vampire. I was not expecting to like this movie. I was not expecting w- just, to, to just be like, like what? that quickly to just be like, oh, this is what we're in for. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, I, I, I'm not kidding when I say that there was a point in this movie where I thought this is going to be so bad that it's going to be enjoyable. <laughs> and it very quickly left that. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like like spoiler on our review. The enjoyable, the the so bad it's enjoyable stuff is gone very quickly. Also, I have to say, remember all the mesh clothing we wore in two thousand two that we wore that you wore. But mesh clothing was such a vibe in two thousand two. In 2002, I wore a lot of baggy sweaters and cargo pants because I was skater cool. I wasn't a skater in the slightest. I was going to say, you weren't cool. You were wannabe. I was was a wannabe cool goth girl. I can admit I was a wannabe. I played a lot of Tony Hawk and I was like, that's what I'm going to do is look like that because that's what cool people look like. That's what I did. I was never cool. I was like, I am darkness. I want to walk in the darkness. Which surprises me that it took you so long for you to like Elvira, but here we are. Since I didn't like her, it was just like, into her, what, the, I didn't have movie. access to yeah. her stuff. Yeah. Anyway. It was more than anything until the internet and then, well, well, well doesn't matter. <sighs> yeah. So there's a lot of this movie that I thought was so spectacularly sexy when it came out. Mm-hmm. Him singing on the speakers. That was so hot. The mesh clothing thought it was so hot mm-hmm. the crawling thing he like when they're crawling around like, with, like when, the with girls the yeah the groupies show up and then he's like crawling on the ceiling with the worst the vampire effects in this oh movie were so what bad. are they doing there was it's worse so than twilight bad like the first time he climbed on the ceiling and it was doing and that, that like fast that fa- yeah like the the like the double <laughs> Oh, it was like the six million dollar man or something. Yeah, like, I was half expecting like to be like no 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 no. he did anything. The the oh, I the, was the, oh, so and, into it. And when that happened at the beginning, I'm like, that can't be what the effects are like for the entire movie. And it they got was worse. They, it's the whole movie's like that. The whole movie's like that. And the plot of the movie, it does go back between when Lestat was born as a vampire and him currently as a rock star. And it does focus more on like him previously with Marius, 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 I think. it is. Yeah. yeah. More than I remembered. And there's actually one scene. One thing I have to give this movie props for over Interview with the Vampire, which neither of us really enjoyed either. (laughs) At least this Lestat didn't give off Tom Cruise energy because <laughs> I feel like Tom Cruise energy would have made this better. It would have made. Could you, could you imagine Tom Cruise <laughs> on top of that speaker? <laughs> 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 
No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. No. The thing to think of Tom Cruise is the scene where Lestat is shown becoming a vampire and he he's like, oh, this is what it's like to be a vampire? More. Yeah, but like <laughs> that was ridiculous. And Marius is like explaining it was like, oh, you have to live in secrecy and you know, you'll never get to experience, you know, blah blah. And then he they see the Roma group that are playing violins and by the fire and stuff. And he goes over and he picks up a violin. And for a second there, he picks up this violin and he plays very nicely. And she's watching. And there's this moment of like chemistry between them. And I'm like, okay, I actually like this. This is nice. Like you could see that he's got some longing for like what he's giving up and like some internal turmoil. Oh God, he's playing the violin faster. Oh God, he's playing it fast. Oh God, it looks so stupid. Scene ruined in five seconds. I wrote, the note that I wrote at this scene was Lestat uses his vampire powers to violin real good. <laughs> like, why would they? It was actually going okay for like five seconds. It was, that was the peak point of this movie. I, I, I actually had a part of this movie that I really liked. It was very short. Okay. But we'll get to it later. Oh, okay. We'll get to it later. Yeah. Also, why is all the decor dead animal rugs? Because vampires are hunters. I don't know. But I noticed it like into the movie a bit. I was like, there's a lot of mesh clothing and dead animal rugs. Oh, but and a lot of velvet too. A lot, a lot of, of velvet, crushed yeah. velvet. And like, so we meet, and then we also meet Jesse, the girl from the Mighty Ducks. Is that what she's? She's from? from the Mighty Ducks. Wow! I recognized her, and I'm like, why do I? What do I know her and from? And she obviously she's is the part Ducks. of this like secret cabal of vampire researchers, like yeah. people who are re- people who are researching vampires. I didn't get that at first. They don't really tell you. I think they you do just a have really to figure it out. I actually had to look up. Like I, I got that she was part of some sort of vampire organization, like that new vampires existed. Yeah, but what her motivation was and what her, her yeah she's just full doing. on like i want a boneless stat i don't know why i do but i do and yeah like, okay i just looked i had to look it up after the movie was oh over. and i i did a deep dive on some of the characters after and like because the original queen of the damn story is about how like vampires came to be and etc cetera, etc cetera. jesse's like aunt that she's having flashbacks of that we see at the end yeah is actually one of two twin sisters who were witches in ancient egypt that were one of the some of the first vampires and blah 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 blah. and it's actually like reading through the wiki on it was actually pretty fascinating stuff and i'm like they cut out one of the whole sisters and it was actually fairly interesting stuff like akasha stole one of the witch's eyes and then the other one's tongue because they slighted her and then turned them into vampires and they've been alive ever since watching, but they had kids. One, they they were like raped by Akasha's bodyguard at her order. And one of them got pregnant, had a baby before they were turned into vampires. And then the baby basically went on to have a lineage and they, their whole life, uh, one of them has spent their life protecting the lineage. Whereas the other one went to live in like the freaking jungle because she got like her tongue ripped out or something. I don't know. It's all crazy. And it actually sounded pretty fascinating. This movie does none of that. Yeah. It's just like Akasha likes to be a vampire, and but she also decided to go to sleep for a long time. Doesn't explain why she kills her husband no. when she wakes up. Doesn't explain. I got more out of the Wikipedia article about like what what her motivations are in like one paragraph that this movie does. Through it's just like, oh, she's blowing vampires up for no reason. She just wants everybody dead, and like in the actual 
book, it's more about like she wants to basically create a new world of women where she is the, the ultimate god. Mm-hmm. And that's her motivation. I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense. You know, she was queen of Egypt before Egypt. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. It makes way more sense. This movie tells you nothing about anyone's motivation. Lestat's motivation is I'm a vampire that likes rock and roll. Jesse's motivation is I want to bone Lestat. And Akash's motivation is fire and blood. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okie doke. But Jesse makes some bad choices. Yeah, literally the first thing, my first note about Jesse is the plan to go to the vampire club, oh, dr- dressed like a club kid, alone, what? No, she, might be the worst vampire plan of all time. Yeah, 100%. She's like, oh, yes, my, 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 I don't know, master guy that, like, the guy who's claimed me, it's Marius. Yes, he's an ancient one. The one that nobody's talked to for yeah. years. Yeah, like, and, like. I will fully admit watching it now. I'm like, what is this woman even wearing? She doesn't look like she belongs to this club at all. Like everything she said is stupid. She looks like an idiot. I wanted to be her so bad when I was 17. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is my new fashion model. And my, per-. but like what kind of name? No offense to anybody named Jesse, but Jesse isn't the most sensual of names for a, woman who is and that's the thing so she's all into Lestat and he's all like you're making a mistake being into me and she's like no I'm not he's like fine I'm gonna show you what a mistake it is and he shows her how violent it is he's like see this is how bad it is and she's like oh I'm horrified and then by the end of the movie she's like woohoo I'm a vampire and I'm just like you what your character arc makes no sense the hun I don't know if you know this. This movie makes no sense. There's a lot about this movie that doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. For example, Lestat goes to this vampire club. After he is warned that other vampires are going to kill him. Yeah. And the other vampires make no effort to kill him at this moment. Like he does fight those three. But like and he beats the brains out. But like they they could have gone back into the one of them could have gone back into the club and been like, hey, that guy that we're planning on killing is right outside. Let's, let's all go let's kill him. Let's get him, boys. Like or or he beats them and they like leave. Why didn't they come back with the other vampires? <laughs> like also, if the whole point is they're like, oh, Lestat is is telling everybody all the vampire secrets. We don't want him to 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 let everybody know about being vampires. Why was the vampire plan to kill Lestat in a very public way? <laughs> like, why? Why is everyone just like so? And I don't mean everyone like cast, but everyone in the world is presented that this is now the biggest rock band in the world. Yes. And I understand Korn had their heyday being a really big rock band for one album. And that's great. But like they were big in the rock scene. They weren't like big that like blah, blah, blah. This is like the biggest band in the world. It can be fiction. I mean, like I understand. But here's what I can't get behind. Mm-hmm. Everyone is invested 
deeply in this. Do you think Lestat's really a vampire? Oh my God, is he a vampire? What if he really is a vampire? Oh my God, he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there have been gimmicks for bands since there have been bands. Guar. Yeah, it, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure there's vampire bands. Just there are in general, hundred percent. Yeah, like there there are so many just different gimmicks for bands. Like, and not just vampire, like, but like, no one besides a group of thirteen-year-old girls would be having a. Oh my god, is he actually a vampire, guys? I think he might really be a vampire. We should find out. Like, no one down at, like, the Washington Journal is like, well, we're going to send one of our reporters to see if this guy really is a vampire and, like, get the lowdown on, like, if we can get some proof on this. Mm. They'd be like, so what's up with this band? I don't know. The guy says he's a vampire. It's like, are they selling well? It's like, yeah, they're selling. All right. All right. Well, write about the record sales and their gimmick. Who freaking cares? Yeah. Like, it would only be 13-year-olds at Hot Topic being like, oh, my God, I love the stat. Oh, my God. He's, like, totally a vampire, and I love him. No one besides that would believe this. But everyone is, like, the real vampires are freaking out that the stat is telling their secrets, and people are believing this. And I'm just like, I am very good at suspending disbelief for movies. We've discussed it. I honestly am. I'm like, you know what? It's a movie. It's fine. This doesn't make any sense. It made me kind of upset. There's a lot of things that don't make any sense. For example, Marius returns and confronts Lestat and warns him that the vampires are out to kill him. And Lestat goes, you're just jealous that you don't have freedom like me. Would you like a taste of my freedom? And the freedom is that they sat on a billboard <laughs> way above everybody and didn't talk to anyone, I didn't know. see anyone, and it was really badly green screen. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't I don't get how Kasha can turn herself on and off as a statue, and I don't get why she kills her husband. None of that makes any sense, because like Lestat sees her once. How did Marius move all that stuff out of the, the castle when he was like when Lestat was asleep, he like got two statues moved out of there. It doesn't make any sense. Vampire special effects, hun. If Lestat can play a, a violin real good, then Marius can pick up two statues on his own and fly them away. <laughs> and, like if Akasha was like, ooh, I like that vampire, I'm gonna let him drink my blood, was like super on board with him, she would have just not let Marius take her away from him. It doesn't make any sense. Also, when she does come back to life through the power of rock and roll. Yes. (laughs) Everyone comes back through the power of rock and roll in this movie. It's not even that good. No, it's not. It's not like it's the Beatles. It's like it's Jonathan Davis and it's not even like a good corn song. Like they didn't even like I think one of the songs is an actual corn song. And he's not even allowed to perform the song. Yes, because of contractual obligations. If you listen to the soundtrack of this movie, it's all like his friends performing the songs because he can't he he's like not allowed to appear on another record label. Yeah. But we see Akasha, she's live and she's dancing. And I remember thinking her outfit was so hot. Like, ooh, it'd be a lot of sticky tape. But a lot of sticky tape, yeah. But the other thing too is her dancing is as good as mine. 
it, it was very like it was supposed to be really sexy it was not it was not very sexy no um, no they did her dirty on the dancing yeah and then oh my gosh so jesse is still trying to get well, with, hold on hold on no. well, we're, we're, we're at the club scene still oh yeah everybody blows up he she kills everyone Terribly. at the club this is the one thing about this movie i liked oh in the club scene she punches a dude's heart out mm-hmm. and then as she's holding the heart it turns to sand and crumbles in her hand and it was the best special effect in the entire movie and Most i was of the like probably went to that. i was like wow that looked great that looked fantastic and then when you juxtapose that with the worst flying scene oh i have God. ever seen in a movie a little bit later when Lestat takes Jesse to the Griffith Observatory for some reason. <laughs> like everything's about the makeup is there, the one groupie that shows up with Jesse. Like I, I I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they purposely did her makeup like that to make her seem like a bit of a poser, mm-hmm. but also why would they have invited her back there if she was not super hot? Like, you know, like, but she, yeah. Cause that guy, makeup. that guy who is clearly okay with being an accessory to murder. Yeah. He, he, he goes He's out like searching hot. for girls. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny. Cause at first when that guy did that, I was like, does he know, does he know what's going on? Cause I don't think he knows. And then later on, like he knows, he just straight up is like, Oh yeah. You know, Nobody will need to pick you up later, you know, like, cause you're going to die like that kind of thing. Yeah. But I did my note for the flying thing after that was, are, are they flying? Like, I remember literally writing it in that tone. Like, what? I, I remember watching it and I remember, do you remember a couple years ago when we watched the original Superman, the like Christopher Reeve, 19, like 76, 77 Superman. No. We watched it, I remember one night, because it was like, you know what, I've heard, you know, I've, I'd never seen it. I'd seen like Superman 3 and, and stuff like that. So I'd never seen the original the whole way through. I don't really remember it. Well, I, I seem to remember we didn't super like it. But I remember at the time oh, watching yeah, it. with Hackman. With, yeah. <laughs> I remember watching it. Like, it wasn't that I hated it. I was just like, eh, it's not as, not as good as people are talking about. But it, I, I mean, mean compared, to compared to today's stuff. But. I remember watching that and in the I remember that the flying scene with Mario Kidder was like a big deal. And it was this really awkward thing where he like they're outstretched arms and it's like no one would ever actually fly like this. And and I remember being like, it's not a great flying sequence. And somehow this movie that was made 30, 20, 20 years later, 25 odd years later has worse flying effects than they're Superman. So- bad they're just like they're very obviously just standing there and the camera's on its side and that's it like it doesn't make any sense and then speaking of flying they do the rock concert where the vampire's plan is to kill the stat during the biggest concert of all time yes which i i thought which makes no sense which i and why? Uh, Kill him backstage. What, it doesn't make any sense. And also show off your vampire powers while you do it. Why do they look like Dementors? <laughs> I thought it was Dementors. The only thing. The way they're whipping through the crowd. It doesn't make any sense. The only thing that made less sense is why there were so many Dollarama 
Halloween decorations at the the cool goth party with like they all they had the little devil pitchforks and stuff. The people who made so I read the trivia. The people at that show they went to goth clubs and like hired three thousand or something like that goths to actually come to the party. Did their mm-hmm. own makeup. Like showed up. So these are all like real goths. But yeah, I'm pretty sure the people who made this movie don't understand goth culture nothing Aww. says goth like little dollar store pitchforks yeah yeah and then they like again they fly away and i'm just like to the moon also i realized because like jesse goes back with her great 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 aunt the one that we were talking about earlier yeah and all the other ancients and Lestat shows up with Akasha and it hit me that everyone's wearing really low rise pants, <laughs> which was such a thing in 2002. It apparently is coming back, which is like, people are like horrified. And I'm like, I don't wear anything but yoga pants anyway. So I don't care. Like whatever. Anyway. Um, yeah. And then they're just like, okay, we will he tricks her into being like let me drink your blood and so she like powers down so he can drink her blood and then all the other vampires go to drink her blood and then the ant drinks the last drop of blood which somehow turns her to stone because of their thing about don't drink the last drop i don't know don't let dust chase you doesn't mean when i read the trivia or not the trivia the the wikipedia about the Listen to how much more badass of an ending this is. Mm-hmm. So they they do trick Akasha, the vampires, into showing up. And then they're like biting her and they're like, okay, we got to defeat her. The twin sister that has been like off traveling the world for thousands of years shows up and rips out Akasha's, I think, heart and brain and then eats them and then takes on her power. Isn't that way cooler? That's a much different ending. That Isn't that is- cooler? They probably didn't have the budget for that. <laughs> they had that, on that. One, that one heart effect. Like, oh my god, the effects were so bad, and I thought this was so cool. I was just like, what's wrong with me? One of my parents were like, yeah, you can borrow the car, we're not coming with you. <laughs> like, oh, we loved this movie? Oh my god. It doesn't make a lick of sense. No, it didn't. And then Jesse and Lestat are like a happy vampire couple. But then Marius is like, oh, this other guy. Yeah. That was like the the guy that was like following him. The guard, her like mentor. Yeah. He's like, I've been looking for Marius my whole life. Look at all these paintings I have about Marius. And then Marius shows up. I, I did like when that guy showed up to the party. And then Marius sees him and he's like, oh, perhaps I'll send you another painting. Yeah. And it was like. If you hated that guy enough to kill him, why didn't you just kill him right then instead of? Well, he didn't kill him. I think he turned him into a vampire. But he didn't want to be a vampire. Well, I think he did it against his will. Oh, rude! I know. Well, I don't think Marius really cares. He's like thousands of years old too. Kind of a dick. Yeah. Kind of like he he turns the stat and see, and then the stat does the same thing to Brad Pitt, where he like turns him and then he's just like, "What? You've got your own like ideas about this? I'm out." Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. No. So that's what we thought of this movie. Critics also, 
<laughs> in an interview with the vampire, Lestat's been hiding in an abandoned house for a hundred years. And in this movie, he just decided to go to sleep for a hundred years and wakes up with rock music. Which one is it, Lestat? Get your shit right. Well, critics in 2002 probably had very similar thoughts to us. <laughs> so, Laura, why don't you fill us in on some past reviews? Do you want to guess what the critical score on Rotten Tomatoes is on this? It, is, is it a double digit? Yes. It's got to be less than 20. Yes. It's 12. 17. Oh. Which I feel is too high. It's too high. That, to be fair, there's not a ton of reviews, so that might be how. Uh, but it has a 66% audience score. How? I should have pulled some of the audience reviews. You should have. Just to... Jesus. Uh, David Hunter of The Hollywood Reporter said, directed with goth pizzazz and brains by Michael Reimer. It was the only positive review. I was going to say, you did... It, I, you found a positive. No, sorry, review. there was a second one, but I think it was something like eh, it was okay. <laughs> Peter Travers of the Rolling Stone says the film is vampire roadkill. Oh, and Ebert said the movie doesn't reach the level of camp goofiness attained by films like The Mummy Returns or Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Perhaps because the filmmakers labor under the impression Anne Rice's works must be treated respectfully. But he gave it a two out of four, which I feel like is like, that seems high. Yeah. Because he has been much harsher on much better films. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Uh, it was nominated for a total of seven awards. What? Were they all Razzies or were they like MTV movie awards? <laughs> it, it was nominated for Best Horror at Saturn Awards, which the ring won. Uh-huh. The Nominated for Best Villain at the MTV Awards, Denzel won for Training Day. Who was the best? It was... Akasha. Okay. It was, oh, yeah. And Fangoria Chainsaw Awards for Best Villain, uh, but or Best... Sorry, um, for Best Actress, um, went to... It was nominated for Aaliyah. How? Uh, how? How was this nominated for Best Anything? anything. Uh, Naomi Watts won for The Ring for that, too. So there you go, dear. There you go. You watched another piece of the puzzle of my teenage years. Wow. Well, well, what, what, what? Did, now that you are, what, almost double the age, hun? <laughs> I am more than double the age I was. Seventeen plus seventeen is only thirty-four. Oh, hon! Now that you're more than double the age you were oh. when you saw this movie, how, how have your thoughts changed? Well, I did not care for it. <laughs> this might be one of the worst movies we watched for this podcast. Uh huh. I'm almost proud that it was my choice, but not really. It's bad. It's it's so burnt. It's possibly one of the worst movies we've watched, if not the worst. If I can read for you the very first note I wrote on this movie. What stupid bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This yeah. movie was, it was from the second, from the second I saw him without his shirt on singing. Burnt. Like, the, the, it was, there's no way it could be anything but. From, I would say Stuart Townsend makes a better the stat than 
than Tom Cruise. Than Tom Cruise. Having seen both of those movies, I don't know if I agree. <laughs> I didn't. I would have said, I would have said that the Interview with the Vampire was the worst movie we've done on this podcast. Really? And now it's this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. No, we've. Well, I'm glad you hated these more than the craft. Hun, this this movie because you know how you do those stats at, at the at the milestone episodes, right? One of the recurring stats is the only movie to have double burns is Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> and now we have our second double burn and it is the sequel to Interview with the Vampire. It's not really a sequel I, as it is a I, spin-off yeah. of sorts but either way disavowed by the author i i disavow this episode of this podcast <laughs> oh hon oh and you paid to watch this like you had to spend money yeah it's cost me like four dollars it, it, like, on one hand like if if it was been a movie that we owned and been like oh this is bad well at least i can take it to like you know, the thrift store and trade it in for a dollar or something. You don't <laughs> trade things in for at the thrift store. You'd have to take it to a pawn shop. Well, whatever. Either way. Either way. This wasn't this wasn't worth the the digital currency we spent on it. Uh, it was bad. It was a bad movie. And you should feel bad for your choices. Well, I have good news for you, hon. What's that? We can do Spider-Man in May. In May. I'm excited. I'm excited. But May is not here yet. It is it is still February and the end of this episode of Burnt Popcorn for this week's episode. That will do it. But next week, we will be taking a look at a different monster. We will be watching Godzilla from 1998. Oh, I remember liking that movie. <laughs> yeah, well. As the big Godzilla fan, we'll see if uh, if I remember it as fondly as I once did. I mean, it's not really Godzilla. I know. It's Gino. It's Gino. Godzilla in name only. You never heard that before? No. No, because you're not a Godzilla fan like me who knows Gino. I like Godzilla. <laughs> I just, I'm not. I said, like me. Like me. Also, fun fact, in one of the Godzilla movies, Godzilla Final Wars, they actually put the Godzilla monster from the 1998 Godzilla movie in it. And Godzilla beats his brains in. I mean, fair. He's not that big. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first time that Toho used a, uh, a CG monster and it, uh, he shows up and Godzilla knocks him into the Sydney opera house and then blows him up. Yeah. Cause and that's the fight. Godzilla is huge. And Gino, they call him Zilla in the official Toho Oh, and Cannon. Zilla is Zilla. petite by comparison. He's very small, but we'll get into that more petite on the next episode. So for this episode of Burnt Popcorn, I am Mike. I'm Laura. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. I'm so sorry. Not as sorry as you should be. <laughs> oh, no.